Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 89 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show is Tim Warner. Tim is a Microsoft Most Valuable Professional in Cloud and Data Center Management based in Nashville. His professional specialities include Microsoft Azure, cross-platform PowerShell, and all things Windows Server related. Tim is also a co-author and author of several books, including Hacking Raspberry Pi, The Ultimate Guide to Minecraft Server, and Teach Yourself Windows PowerShell in 24 Hours. So, Tim, can I ask you to expand on that brief intro and tell us a little bit more about yourself? Sure thing, Phil. Thanks for having me. Based on what you just said in that intro, Phil, a a listener would rightly think, wow, do you have a specialty in IT? And you know what I like to respond is that my specialty in IT is that I'm a generalist. It's just I've been fascinated with just about any aspect of technology since I was a little boy. I'm thrilled to be in the industry full time. And I guess within the IT sphere, most specifically over the last couple of years, I've focused on the public cloud, Microsoft Azure in particular. Yeah. So though you're a generalist, you do have a specialist area. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Tim, can you maybe share a career tip? with the IT career and as an audience, one they might need to know and possibly don't? Very much so. It would be the importance of public speaking. I strongly believe that any time that an IT newcomer, or even for that matter, someone already in IT, the, one of the best things they can do for their career is to develop the ability to communicate clearly, you know, the so-called soft skills. But going further, the ability to Organize your thoughts and present your thoughts clearly is going to carry your career in IT very, very far. That's certainly been the case with me. I've seen it in the case of my so many students I've had over the years, colleagues. It's something that I don't think is talked about anywhere near as often enough as it should, I think, in IT. Yeah, I think you're right. Public speaking is a, a fantastic skill to have and, and the ability to communicate from a stage or just in front of people, that just, just having that, that confidence to do it, it can really help your career. Right. Tim, can you maybe tell us about your worst IT career moment and what you learned from that experience? Ah, worst IT career moment. That's always a little sad to think about, but in my case, it does have a silver lining. Back around 2004 or so, I was in the running for an IT directorship at a local private high school, secondary school here in Nashville, Tennessee in the States. And I was in the running for this position for months. And I was happy in the work that I was doing at the time. I've always been both an IT professional as well as a teacher. That's been been my particular trajectory, but I really, really wanted this position in the school because it seemed to blend everything I like most in my career together in one spot. And I think the mistake I made was putting too much focus on that specific opportunity and not keeping my options more open. I guess stated more simply, I think I had my expectations too high. 
And the call came one day where they said, hi, it's the school, and we've decided to go in another direction. And that was absolutely crushing. I needed to take the rest of the day off of my current position. I was so depressed. So the lesson learned from that, I would say, is no matter how much I might look forward to the possibility of a new professional opportunity, keep it in context as much as possible, have backup plans, and be careful about putting too much hyper-focus in one direction. IT moves at the speed of light, to use a cliche, so I submit that it's just as important to be that flexible and, and agile in your approach to your career. Yeah, that's a few years ago now. Yeah, that's a number of years ago, actually, but I think the advice still stands in 2018. Yeah, do you feel you've learned from that in terms of the way you now approach uh, maybe looking for new roles? Yeah, very much so. I keep it in top of mind. I try to whenever I'm, I mean, recently what I do is I work for Pluralsight full-time as a staff author. I make computer-based training predominantly in Microsoft Azure, but as far as industry work, I've developed a consultancy for Microsoft Azure solution architecture. And that's a good example of if someone approaches me and expresses interest in working together, you know, I just, again, always try to keep keep the situation in a larger context. What that just reminds me of is, for instance, not saying yes reflexively. Yeah. I mean, I would challenge our listeners to think of times that you've needed, you know, to hire a plumber, let's say, or an electrician to do some work at your home, and, and they immediately say yes, and then they don't deliver because it turns out that they were already overbooked, but they were just so into reflexively saying yes without critically thinking of their schedule. It's a lose-lose. Okay, so moving away from your worst IT career moment, can you maybe tell us about your career highlight or greatest success? Yeah, because I'm a teacher as well as an IT pro, some of my highlights are in that arena. I remember once, probably five, six years ago, I was teaching a session at a tech conference on Wireshark, the protocol analyzer tool. And it was an especially large group of people. So that's humbling, really, to be on a stage in front of a large group of eager people. But the highlight for me there was as I'm teaching and transmitting this information, troubleshooting tips, etc. I'm walking around because I like to be mobile when I'm speaking, and I'm seeing people actually applying what they were learning immediately. And in fact, one group of students who were at the conference from a, a single company were actually instant messaging what I was teaching back to their data center, back to their campus, where they were actually putting this new troubleshooting advice I'd shared with them into action right then and there in the classroom. So that to me crystallized just how important technical education is and how practical it is that these skills you transfer to the learners, they put into their work immediately and they develop their careers live. There's no lag, no latency. So that was a highlight for my career. Yeah, that, that's interesting. I've, I've never really seen that before myself in terms of it sort of reflects where we are with technology these days as well, I suppose. Right. The fact you can put things into action straight away. Right, absolutely. I've always been a practical person. I like things that make sense and that are as practical and applicable as possible to life. Okay, so what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT in particular? 
Nowadays, I don't think anybody who's considering IT is going to be able to avoid cloud computing, whether it's managing and working with SaaS software as a service apps or contending with infrastructure as a service, platform as a service with AWS or Azure or Google Cloud. So that whole thing excites me. Frankly, there's a very practical reason. I'm 48 years old now, so I'm getting a little old for me to either be walking around a data center all day or traveling all day. So it's wonderful that I can do industry work from the comfort of my lovely office here with this lovely chair, or I could be home. You can do cloud computing anywhere, and that is so nice. Yeah, absolutely right. The only caveat I would offer IT newcomers is I worry that some of them, especially those who are interested in infrastructure and operations, they may never have the opportunity to take a screwdriver in hand and rack a server and perform actual honest-to-goodness cabling. I think that it's crucial that I have that background and I can translate it into software-defined networking and cloud computing because I understand the underlying hardware. I would advise IT newcomers to not neglect the hardware layer, good old layer one. Yeah, absolutely. To actually see the kit and understand how it's put together and how it works. Right. Okay, we're going to move into the reveal round now. Are you ready for this? Yes, sir. So what first attracted you to a career in IT? I'd say it's the puzzle-solving aspect of IT. Because I'm a generalist, I do architecture operations and development, and all of it involves decision-making and puzzles. So I would say puzzle-solving and also the fact that in IT, it requires that you be a perpetual student. What is the best career advice you've ever received? My grandfather told me a long time ago, he said, Timmy, if you're doing work that you would do even if you weren't getting paid for it, then you've found your right career. And that's been the situation for me with information technology and education. Yeah. Do you think that's partly um, down to the fact you're quite inquisitive? Very much so. Yeah. Yeah, I have been inquisitive from my earliest days. I have distinct memories of annoying my twin sister. I have a twin (laughs) and just about everybody else around me with questions. And I guess I've received some karmic justice because now I have an eight-year-old daughter who's my mini-me. And so she's peppering me with all the questions that I used to pepper my sister and parents with back in my early days. (laughs) If you were to begin your IT career again right now, what would you do? Boy, that's difficult because the IT world was quite a bit different in 1997 when I started. You know, I don't know. I go back and forth. I'm just going to say it. I don't know if I've ever told anybody this before, but when I was at university, I studied biology. And as much as I loved learning about the hard science, I still consider myself a scientist today. I still sometimes regret that I didn't major in computer science because I mean, it's something that's been a professional passion and something that I had an aptitude for since the very beginning. I guess if I had to do my career over again, I would have studied comp sci at university just to get into it earlier. What about in today's world? Is there anything you would do specifically if you were giving advice to somebody coming into the industry now? Yes, and it would be to survey or investigate as many IT disciplines as possible. Avoid trying to hyper-focus on security because security and hacking is cool. 
or hyper-focusing on mobile hardware because that's cool. Instead, really ask questions, investigate, survey as many different disciplines as possible, and then start to whittle down where your interests, aptitude, and your availability you know, begins to coalesce. It could be development, it could be databases, it could be operations, it could be support, you know, project management, whatever. What career objectives are you currently focusing on? I'm still head down full-time creating Microsoft Azure training for Pluralsight. We have a partnership with Microsoft where they're publishing a lot of our Azure training on their site as well as we have it in our library. I'm continuing with limited consulting work due to time constraints, and now I can say no. (laughs) I'm able to do that (laughs) when possible. And lastly, giving back to the IT community. I feel strongly about that, and I love to participate at user groups and podcasts like this, Phil. And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? The answer to that ties back to the first question you asked me, and that is, for me, it's public speaking. I'm grateful that I had the foresight when I was in university to take a few courses in public speaking, but I would advise listeners that there's certainly nothing stopping you. If you know university required, you can look up your local Toastmasters if you have them available to you, or there's plenty of options. User groups here in the States, meetup.com is a great place to look for like-minded people. And there's public speaking groups where you can go and learn how to deliver your ideas effectively. And again, that's going to pay huge dividends, whether you're sitting with your manager for your yearly performance review, or if you're trying to make a case for a new technology initiative, a job interview, whatever the case may be, proposing to your spouse. (laughs) I submit that you really can't go wrong by honing your public speaking skills. Tim, can you share a parting piece of career advice with the IT Career Energizer audience? My parting advice would be, in information technology careers, you're never going to be hurting for work, and you're probably never going to be hurting for money. It's crucial skill set. But unless you genuinely enjoy the work, I have to confess, you might want to consider another career because IT is going to require a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of frustration, and I don't know. You spend a lot of time over the course of your life and your career. It seems to me if you're not doing something that you enjoy or even better, something you would do even if you weren't getting paid for it, then you're likely not in the right career. Yeah, that's good advice. And finally, what's the best way we can find out more about you and connect with you? Uh, The central site I'd like to give is my personal website, which is techtrainertim.com. And at my website, techtrainertim.com, you'll get links to my Twitter. I have a um, YouTube podcast series going called Let's Talk IT Careers, where I talk about, well, some of the stuff we're talking about here in this podcast, actually. Sure, yeah. And you can also get to my plural site and the books that I've written, et cetera, et cetera. So I would say techtrainertim.com is the best point of contact. Tim, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. Thanks a lot, Phil. I appreciate being here. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening in to today's episode and to my guest career tips, advice, and experiences. You'll find a show notes page for today's episode on the IT Career Energizer website, 
which will be itcareerenergizer.com slash e, and then the number of today's episode. And a quick reminder that the show has now three episodes every week, on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So make sure that you are subscribed to the show to get new episodes automatically downloaded. Also, don't forget to join the IT Career Energizer Community Facebook group. You'll get to engage with other like-minded people, get to find out more about upcoming guests and other episodes, and can get involved in the future direction of the podcast. It really is a great pleasure to be able to talk to so many inspirational people from across the industry and to be able to share their stories and advice with you. Thanks for listening, and remember, if you're not growing your career, you're slowing your career. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.